mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life. With Sensei Tim Hoover. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Sensei. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much, boy. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. Uh, I'm recording. So let's get this party started. What do you want to talk about? All right. Well, you know, um, today, as it is another day, these guys, Steve and Frankie, invited me out to have breakfast, um, actually, for my birthday. So it's Happy cool. Birthday. Thank you. It's Happy a cool birthday. thing. I'm 63. Yes. Very glad to still be alive and moving and grooving. I have to tell you, it was a great time just talking with you guys. And then, you know, we talked about the same stuff, you know, problems of the world and how the families are. And at the end, I said, hey, let me ask you something. I said, I have a question for you. This is, you know, all about attacking life, not others. I said, just give me your idea on how, you know, you would fix the world. I mean, what would you do rather than talking about the problems in the world? How would you fix the world? I mean, these are two guys that grew up in the studio and the martial arts with me, uh, 30-some years in training in the martial arts to try to better ourselves. How do you better the world? How do you do that, whether you pull from the martial arts or whether you pull from your temple, your church, your family? How do you do it? And I used to read books when I was a kid about these great masters. They would train and they would meditate and they would do all the right things and they would say that they'd find this sense of true mastery. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the book, all you'd hear is they'd go off to a mountain and meditate the rest of their life. And I thought, what a waste. Here's a guy that's got it down. He's got a sense of understanding of the process of things. And then what does he do? He goes to a mountain in his late 80s or 70s or whatever age he was and kind of meditates. And to me, that's not the solution. To me, the solution is if you got an idea, if you got a way to fix the world, share it with the world and share it with the people around you to make it a better place for your children and your children's children. So I started with Steve. I said, Steve, tell me uh, what would you do in your ways? And there was no kind of no preparation for this. So what would you do? How would you fix the world? What would you do? Go ahead, Steve. I said it goes back to the title of this show, this podcast, Attack Life, Not Others. I think on the surface, I got to watch what I say here because on the surface, it could sound really, really bad, really negative, And I don't intend it that way. But, you know, worry about yourself and then you can worry about others. People have good intentions, but by constantly protesting this and raising awareness for this, you're doing exactly that. You're just perpetuating the bad, the negativity. Mother Teresa, I think she said, I will never protest war. I will walk for peace. But constantly bickering and talking about this and that and politics and negativity and disease, just worry about yourself. Do what you can do to make you the best version of you and your immediate circle, your family, your friends. And then if people need help and assistance, by all means, that's what we're on this planet to do, to help others. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the um, what's called the village concept. You know, you have a family, starts with uh, two people, the parents, and then the parents have a children. And then from the children, the proper ways are taught. The proper ways are taught, and then those children grow up, and they have children, and so on and so on. And then the family grows, and families grow, and it becomes a village. And then the village becomes a strong grounded village with good principles, proper ways to live. That comes from the inside out, starts with the first person and the second person and the third person. 
Sensei, if I could, let me further illustrate my point, and as we always try to do, is tie this back to the martial arts. Sure. You know, there's that age-old saying, those who cannot do, teach. Well, I mean, that applies to anything. Maybe it's acting lessons, singing lessons, dance, or martial arts. Mm. If you're a martial artist, how are you going to teach students if you can't do it yourself, or if you just talk them through class, but you don't participate? You know, there's a lot of teachers like that, a lot of instructors that are just drill instructors and they don't participate. They don't do the class with the students. You've never been like that. Your school's never been like that. No, no, no. So what I'm saying is, is if you don't have it within yourself and you haven't learned what you're teaching, how can you teach it? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to. Um, got to have it within you. You do. It's really so simple. You need to be selfish and acquire it for yourself before you can give it away to others. That's everything. Money, love, yep. compassion, respect. Yep. You need to have it in order to give it to others. Engage in everything that you do and everything you believe. You've got to bring 100% of your body, your mind, and your soul in everything that you do. You've got to wake up with an amazing attitude. And if you're not awake, Frankie, you said something that was profound about your father's lesson, what he taught you as a little boy. I'd like to hear about that. The way I would make things better in the world is by like what Steve was saying and yourself um, you got to start with you. If it doesn't start with you, it can't go to anybody else. Uh, you have to like yourself, just like Steve was saying. My father, when I was younger, I woke up in the morning the one day and he goes, go wake up. He grabbed me. He said, come here. He took me to the bathroom, filled up his big hand with cold water and just started washing my face. He goes, it starts with this. He goes, get the crap off your face. Look at yourself in the mirror. Do it a couple times and wake up. Smile and, and start your day. That's how your day starts. If you can't do that in the morning when you wake up and right away you go put your clothes on and, and start your day in a rush, no. Go wash your face in the morning. Look at yourself in the mirror. Smile. Like who you are. You meet somebody. First thing you should say is, hi, how are you? Don't talk about your problems. Don't say it's a bad day. It's a great day. All right? Be happy to be alive. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, you read something or you see something, at least most of us do, and it kind of stays in your brain. It's almost like a, a vibration that continues to come back every day for a while. It's a reminder. I read this thing about perseverance, about learning how to persevere. And the way that was written and the way it was said was pretty cool. So it was like perseverance is a guard against helplessness, against self-pity. And you think about what self-pity is. The first thing that happens when things don't go our way, we start feeling pity for ourselves. And that's, I think, one of the things that I've been able to offer in the dojo is, hey, get in here, forget about life, get in here and do the best with what you got and bang out another push-up, bang out another burpee, endure it, endure it, endure it, endure it, and take the stretch of two hours, you're going to feel better. Now, most of the people that come in there, including myself, are doubting. We're doubting. We have this injury. We have a little self-pity. Now we had a bad day. Our energy's low. I didn't eat the right foods. I'm tired. I didn't sleep the night before. Self-pity. Learn how to persevere. Learn how to persevere. Try to find the light at the end of the tunnel. Remember, a dark room can be lit with just one match. Look for that light and find your way to the end of the tunnel and be bright and be strong. And like you said, Frankie, and like you said, Steve, it starts with you. It does. Now, I don't think we're going to solve the world's problems today. I don't think in our generation, maybe not the next, but we still have to have hope. Right. And hope requires what? Hope requires patience. And all these things wrapped up together, you have to have courage. Bottom line.
and that comes from faith. So that's my idea. That's my principle. That's what I live on. That's what you guys live on. And you guys gave me the best birthday in the world to come here and celebrate it just with this of uh, what we think could probably fix the world. Thank you. Uh, Frank, you, every time, this is what the third or fourth time you've appeared on our show, which we like. We like a lot. You need to come back more often. But the thing is, is you always bring these wise sayings, but they're always your dads. So what we need to do is just, and I can say I this to you. you should just bring my dad I, that's in. That's exactly what I was going. That would be a great idea. I love you like a brother, so I can say this. We enjoy having you, but we need to get him in I here. Like that idea. I like that idea. What do you think about idea. that? I think, uh, I, I think it would be a great, I think we all can pull from our past. And yeah. we think of our dads, we think of our moms, we think of our grandmothers, we think of those of the past. But again, yeah. my father's my father but I got to say something. You are a big inspiration of what you've done. Well, thank you, Sensei. So we're not thank mentioning you. you because you're here. No, I... But I, and you've I, done a lot. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that from both of you. And I second that, yes. But, you know, I do. And I, you just don't, I mean, again, realize that I did, I, I, it's kind of that thing where I lived the life, I was blessed to live that life, that gift, that something I wanted to do and something I, I really felt a sense of purpose. Um, and, you know, we always can pull from the past and your dad, your dad, your mom, my mom, my dad, grandparents and so on. They always... The word sensei stands for what, guys? Teacher. Teacher, Teacher yeah. but also stands for been there before. Your dad was there before. He was there before you. He's part of that village. So he's passing. He's not just wiping the sleep out of your eyes. He's giving you a message that you will in turn then give to your children to make it a stronger exactly. village. And that's exactly where this whole podcast comes back. It begins and ends with us, with you. With a smile, with a bright light. Absolutely. Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. 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 Steve Mittman social media.com. 